you know, the sport of men's volleyball is not too popular in some areas of the country. While it's a pretty well-known sport worldwide and there's a lot of participants in it, in Idaho specifically, men's volleyball is not that big. It's not implemented into the high schools at the high school level yet, um, and it's still growing. However, today on the show, we're bringing on a guest who competes for Idaho Strikes Volleyball Club here in the Treasure Valley, which is a boys volleyball club. And he's going to explain what he's learned, talk to us about the club, talk to us about the sport, and what he intends on doing in the sport moving forward. This is a really, really exciting episode of the Game Time Guru. So, what time is it? Game Time Boost! This is the Game Time Guru podcast, where I interview sports figures from all over the world to help deliver a panoramic view on sports. So whether you're a former athlete, one of the crazies, or simply a casual sports fan, this is the perfect show for you as we peel back the curtains and learn from our guests every single week. I'm your host, Shane Larson, and I'm helping you see sports through a different lens. What's up, everybody? Welcome out to another episode of the Game Time Guru Podcast. I am your host, Shane Larson. This is an exciting opportunity for me to talk about a sport that's not talked about a ton, honestly. And I haven't been able to have someone on my show re- talking about this uh, specifically. But it's something that's uh, very interesting to me because, see, most of you guys who have been following me since the beginning, you probably know that I am a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. And with that, I served a two-year mission in Brazil. On my mission, I actually had a companion of mine who was from California. And he and I, like on our missions, we always used to talk about sports and the different, uh, the different types of sports that we played and so forth. And what was interesting to me is I told him, yeah, hey, man, I'm, I'm, I'm a former boxer, football player, and a basketball player. Those were my main sports. And what was interesting is when I was talking to my companion on my, on my mission, he said, yeah, I, I played volleyball, varsity volleyball. And I kind of looked at him because from Idaho, we don't have a guy's volleyball setup, especially at the high school level or anything like that. And it was news to me. And as we continued to build our friendship, I used to look at some of the highlights that he had and I saw, like I heard the stories of how volleyball was so strong in California for not just the girls, but for the guys. And it was interesting to me. It always, it always piqued my interest. And then when, by living in Brazil, what a lot of people don't realize is that Brazil is well known for soccer. They also have good basketball, but their volleyball is top notch for both girls and especially the men's level. And so it was a huge sport there. Very eye opening for me being from Idaho not having been, you know, not, ha- not having grown up around like high school level volleyball for, for guys. It used to just be like a girls only sport. And I realized how athletic these guys are, how difficult the sport is. And I've always wanted to talk to a guy's volleyball player. And now I have the opportunity to do so. So I'm excited about this as we bring on Kyle Homer, who plays volleyball for Idaho Strike, which is a club here. And he's going to share his story with us. So Kyle, thanks for joining the show, man. Hey, it's it's awesome to be here. I'm happy I can talk to you about this about this awesome sport that I get to play. Yeah, dude, for sure, for sure. So, Kyle, talk to us, man. You're you're in Idaho, and like I said, it's not very popular around here. And so, I want to know how you even got involved in the sport of volleyball with it not being a mainstream sport here in Idaho for the guys. Well, like like I was just like everybody else. Like I would. I was trying to play basketball, you know, because that was like what was big around here. And like in about seventh grade, I realized I'm not really the best basketball player. So I wanted to find something that I was good at that I could play for a long time and at a top level. Mm -hmm. So 
like I'd play with friends, like I'd go and play uh, volleyball with like friends, like, like with the girls volleyball team in my backyard and stuff. And my mom was saying like, yeah, you should try volleyball for like to play. So I go to an open gym that for Idaho strike back when they were just a small little club. And, and ever since then, I just kind of hooked me and I've been just, just going with it. It's, it's really addicting. Like, it's super fun. And, uh, like when I first started, um, like there was only 14 guys playing on, in our club and, and now like we just had tryouts on Saturday. It was, uh, there was about 40 to 50 guys just in our U16 and 18s division, not even including the 14s. Wow. Okay. So it is growing. Um, I'm curious. So like, how did you even hear about this? Like who put this, this club together and, and talk to us about the club itself, like with Idaho strike, because it seems like it's the first of its kind, unless I'm just mistaken on that, but it seems like it is one of the first of its kind around here in the treasure Valley of Idaho. Yeah. Like the thing with, uh, with Idaho strike is they had this like big wave come through of really, really good players. They had one player a few years ago, go division one. And they had like all these really good U18 players, but no new younger kids come in. And then once they graduated, it kind of just died off. And they had a few of these younger kids who went to this uh, club, Idaho, they have a girls team. Then they also started a guys team there. And um, so then we had a year that we just had, uh, like the year before I started, there was only six players. That's like the lowest, like they had no subs or anything, only six guys playing. But, um, yeah, the coach, he, he, um, he was a soccer player, like a really good soccer player. And he goes into college. He went to, um, uh, pretty sure Idaho, um, college of Idaho or something like that. And, uh, he, uh, he joined the volleyball club there and then he started coaching guys volleyball at like the club, um, of like college club level. And then he came over to Idaho Strike and started getting things going. And then more and more people uh, started coming in and it's grown a ton. Yeah, it sounds like it's grown a ton. It sounds like, especially from the beginning, having only six guys there on the roster. And now obviously hearing how many people just showed up for tryouts. It's insane. That's what happens, though. If you start something and you build it, they will come to it. Like that is the thing. And and it's, it's cool to see people. Um, going against the mainstream. He saw that there was a need for it. Obviously, players like yourself, people who are interested in the sport, want to have somewhere to play. And since Idaho doesn't really have a ton of options for guys in that sport, that's an awesome opportunity. Now, Kyle, I want to ask you this. In regards to like practices, right? So many of us are familiar. I know you're familiar because not only yourself, but you have siblings and so forth that have played in basketball at a high level. Uh, You know, like kind of the mainstream sports, how practices go. What's a what's a, a practice look like for you guys in men's volleyball? Well, uh, practice is like, well, like it's we struggle just to get like space to play. Like we're all over the place. We're changing every few months to like, get a new facility. But then like so once we go to practice, we usually start off with like just some cardio and that and being able to like build like build our cardio so we can play like in long tournaments because tournaments that we go to they're about seven or eight games in a day you play for 12 hours with 
um, and you play about seven or eight games. So we build, we do a lot of cardio, which most people think, oh, it's just volleyball. You don't need to do a lot of that. We run a ton. We run and run. And then after the after we do cardio, we uh, just go and start doing passing drills and then hitting drills and all these different drills to like start honing in on our on our skills. That's crazy. I, I would have been the same way though. Like how often do you need to run? And it's cool that you said we run a ton. Like that, you need to have the cardio, the vascular endurance. Now, jumping is another thing. So a lot of people don't realize the impact that volleyball has on your knees. They always say, oh, well, you're basketball players, you jump a lot. But volleyball requires a lot of jumping in some regards. Uh, talk to us about that. How do you guys uh, practice and condition your legs for that? Is there any kind of weightlifting programs or is it just just trying to get your legs in the right shape of not only running around, but also being able to jump if needed? Well, we do like, like when we run, we usually do sprints because then it like starts building up our, our, the muscles in our legs. So then we can like continue to jump and jump and jump. Like we do these things called sevens. You have to go down um, the short way of the court and run seven times in under 17 seconds. So we do a lot of those. So then like we can um, build our muscles because like if we were playing seven games, we're just jumping. If you don't jump into play, then like if you're on the front row and you're not jumping, then you're going to get pulled because you're not playing at the highest level you can. So then you can like go put up your block or go up and get a good hit on the ball. Totally makes sense, man. That's crazy. So there is some very high intense practicing to build up the, the physique for a volleyball player. Now talk to us about your specific position. Are you on the front line, Kyle? Yeah, I, I, I'm on, like, I'm only 16 right now. I'm playing on a U18s team, uh, and I'm the starting outside. And I, like, on my team, most people have subs. I'm the only player who doesn't leave the court the entire, like, tournament. Wow. Okay. So talk to us about this. This is one thing I always thought was interesting. You know, people watch volleyball. They think it's easy. They think it's a pretty easy sport. It's not. If you ever go out and just even play with your friends, try to play beach volleyball or something, just the coordination of being able to bump, set, spike. But not only that, my my biggest fear was blocking, dude. Like trying to jump up and block a spike because especially at the men's level where they have a lot of force coming on the other side. And if somebody actually knows how to play the game, they hit it hard. And when I was in Brazil, I was watching some high-level volleyball players. They would be out there practicing at the local parks and so forth, and they'd be getting ready for – you know, professional tournaments. And I remember they had their fingers all sorts of taped up because their hands, like literally when they tried to block the ball, their fingers would literally touch their wrists sometimes because of how, how hard the ball was getting hit through them. So their hands were all sorts of jacked up, but they had no fear. It was part of the game. Talk to us about blocking and, and the, the psychological part of volleyball. Like, is there any times that you're kind of nervous or have you suffered any injuries or anything at this point in your young career? Uh, just a, f a few tournaments ago, I went up for this block and like, I'm getting pretty high on my block and I went up and this guy hit line cause I'm an outside and they set the right side. I went up and he smoked me right in the face, like on one of my blocks and like my entire team was like flipping out, but luckily like bounced around in my arms, then hit my face. So it didn't hurt that bad. But like when I go to block, I'm never really worried cause like I'm sitting there and I'm looking at the set and I'm wanting him to set that right side so I can go out there and block him. I, that's like what I wait for because I feel like sometimes getting a big, huge block is even more fun than when you go up and just bounce it. That's so sick. Yeah. Like it's, it's so much fun to watch these tournaments and, and, and see the excitement too. So 
Talk to us about that when you play in these these tournaments um, and you're competing. What's it like? Like every point matters. It seems like this is one of those sports where like every single possession matters. It's like one of those boxing matches where every punch in every round matters because at any moment it could be done. So like, I don't know if that's truly the case as a player, but that's what it feels like to me is in volleyball, like every possession matters. Every point matters. You can't really take a playoff uh, because of the scoring system and the way that it works. But what's the what's the atmosphere like? What's it like being a player competing in these tournaments? Do you feel like there's a ton of energy uh, when you're going out and, and competing with other people at a high level? Yeah, like what you said, um, every point does matter. Like, let's say you're up by two. If they get that point, then it's a one point game. But if you get that point, you're up by three at that point. So like every like one point could change the game. Like when you're in basketball, you can get a pretty good lead and then it kind of like stays the same, but you like they eventually crawl back with like one point can change the entire uh, game. Like, or if I go up and I get a hit that can change just the energy of our team and we can go out there and then go on a huge run and get back in this game. But the energy is like a really big part of, of the game. Like, like at these tournaments, it's like this one we go to down in Salt Lake, there's like 12 courts in this facility all going whistles blowing it's so loud you can barely hear your coach yelling at you and so you gotta um be able to uh you gotta be able to like talk to your team keep their energy up and because when you when you guys don't have your like high energy it just falls apart like you guys just start getting in a slump but then then when you got high when you have high energy you can go and like blow a team out and and it's just one point can change that whole thing. Like one, like one block, one uh, hit can completely change your guys' game. That's so crazy, man. And it's funny you mentioned the tournament. So, and it's funny you mentioned Salt Lake. So when I was coaching a club basketball tournament, uh, one was in Salt Lake and then there was another one in Vegas and they happened to be doing a volleyball tournament on like there was only two courts being used for volleyball at that time. And the rest were all basketball. We were in this indoor soccer facility, which is where we were doing our basketball tournament, but the volleyball was going at the same time. And then in Vegas, it was a similar situation. Basketball was all going volleyball. had two courts in the back. I couldn't hear myself think as a coach because the volleyball teams that were going behind us were like so loud. There was so much energy. And I even made a point, Kyle, to tell my team, I'm like, listen, the volleyball crew has way more energy than you guys. What are you guys doing? Because they were just a bunch of deadbeats on the court. I'm like, listen, that's the kind of energy you need on the court. Why don't we do this? Like, it was crazy. So it's funny you mentioned the, the energy. It's loud, man. If anyone hasn't hasn't been to a, a, a volleyball event of any kind, dude, it gets loud. And, and there's a lot of energy. And I, I love that aspect of it. So I wanted to kind of ask you, you know, the lessons that volleyball has taught you, um, being around like-minded individuals with that high, you know, energy levels and all that stuff. Talk to us about that, Kyle. Like what's the biggest life lesson that volleyball has taught you and why? Um, yeah, like my first year when I played, I was like, when I was new to the sport, I'd get so mad when I'd miss a point or I couldn't dig the ball or something. And my coach pulled me over and he's like, Hey, just, just gotta have amnesia. Next point is a totally different point. It's that last one. It doesn't matter anymore. You just look at the point in front of you. And I, I took that to life. Like you can't change the past. You just have to keep working on your future. Ooh, super important. It's the next play mentality. So important. And it's easier said than done though. Right. So I want to ask you a follow-up question to that. 
How do you psychologically get to that point? That's for any sport, but in volleyball specifically for you, how do you get to the point where you can feel okay? Like, Hey, I messed up on that one. I got the next one. How do you get to that point? Do you, is it just going through the experiences of messing up from time to time? Or is there anything you've done to prepare yourself for that? Have you watched other volleyball players like so that you can kind of take their habits with you? Just, just talk to us about how you've actually gotten to that point where you can have that next play mentality. Uh, well, like, like I'm playing at a high level and I have confidence in my own game. So it's like, if I don't pass, I'm like, I'll get the next one. I know I can, and I know I will get the next one. So like, you just got to keep looking at it like that. So you can just keep moving. Cause if you know that you're like, Oh wait, I'm not going to get this ball, then you'll never get it. And you'll just keep going down, down, down. So you just got to look at the next one. Like, yeah, I'll, I will get this ball up or I will like block this guy. And, like kind of think of it like that. You know, as you say that, I'm wondering if, you know, it's it's probably a lot to do with your, um, I guess, your preparation is the word I'm looking for. Your preparation, uh, practices and stuff like that. You're probably putting in the work to where you have that confidence. And I think that probably shows, right? You probably have gotten yourself to the point where you know you have the skill set. So even if you mess up, you're like, no, I will do this because I, I know I can because I put in the work to be able to get there. So with that being said, what are your practices like outside of just just running and so forth and, and, and setting it like what do you do to mentally prepare yourself? How how often are you training, Kyle, to get yourself to that level? Uh, yeah, we have um, this one drill. We call it the two minute serving drill. You have um, you have the team just going a circle around the court. You go have all the servers and then you have the guys passing on the other side. We go around that. We had to get 20 perfect passes and two minutes or else we we'll have to like run a seven or something so that pushes us to like have have the mentality that we need need these points and or we need these passes to uh to be good and we also do this other drill called bronco ball you go and you your coach takes a ball and just starts hitting at you and you have to pass it here they'll toss one you have to go uh go dig this one and then they'll hit at you again and you just repeatedly get hit like get the ball hit at you as hard as they can so you have to have a be mentally strong to be able to not have fear when they're hitting at you so that you can dig that dig that ball i love that it sounds like your coaches are putting you guys in situations to where like when you come to the games there's not much that you're probably surprised with you know like when you you don't get served anything that you're not used to like you've seen this before you've seen these situations before which is exactly what practices should be when you're participating in any sport for that matter the practices should be that way. You're preparing so that when you get there, there are no surprises when you get to a game setting. If it, For me with boxing, that's kind of how it was. I should never be surprised. Even though it did happen from time to time, I shouldn't I shouldn't be surprised when an opponent does a certain thing with me and, and you know, clocks me in the face and I, you know, or counters a certain punch that I do because we're, we're practicing those game type situations so that you can be ready for those and get the right mentality to have that next play mentality. So the other question I have for you as well is in your short, you know, tenure here playing volleyball. What's your favorite memory so far that you have um, as a volleyball player, man? Uh, this is actually from this year. Uh, we were playing this team. It's called Wasatch Academy. I'm pretty sure they have like really big basketball team and they also have a volleyball team there. And, um, and so with the tournaments is they have like all these, uh, uh, have all the teams play and then like, they go do pool play, then they go into tournament play, and there's every so 
every once in a while they have some games that go over the time while they're waiting. And then all the people that are off come over and start watching those courts. And we happened to be on during one of those games and all these people started packing in watching our court and my setter sets me and this team wasn't blocking line, which is when like you go and you hit it right across the sideline going down. And I, he sets me this perfect ball and I go and just absolutely slam this thing. And the, it just starts erupting in there. Like people just start going crazy. It was, it was really fun. And it was, I love the environment. I wish it was like that every game. Oh, that's so cool, man. That's cool. Those are the types of memories that you, you can remember forever. And you can tell the stories about those types of things. I think that's awesome. Um, you did mention, so we've talked about tournaments and so forth. And when you and I talked outside of the show, you mentioned to me that you don't really like, there's nothing really here. So you're traveling quite frequently. Where do you guys play? Like where you mentioned Salt Lake, but where are these tournaments played at? How do you guys actually get to compete when the actual sport itself isn't that big here in Idaho, at least in the Treasure Valley? Yeah. So like we go down to Salt Lake well, during the fall season. We um, it's basically Salt Lake every other week. We go down there every other week for a tournament. We had one in, um, uh, we had one in Logan and then we also had one in St. George. So for the fall, it's usually just right there. But um, because that's when uh, uh, when Utah has their club season, because they're also they have club high school, that's in the springtime. So that's when they do that. So they only have their stuff during the during the fall. But up in Washington and Oregon and those places, they have their clubs during the spring and have their high school during the, the fall. So then when it's springtime, like spring season, we go to like Centrillion. Um, we go to like Seattle and we're also going to go to a few tournaments down in, uh, so we're going to go to uh, Vegas for nationals and maybe Anaheim, California. So spring season's a lot more broad and we go get to go to all these different places in different States, but um, uh, a fall season's really kind of just in the same, same place. That's actually really cool. It's still a lot of traveling, though. I mean, from where? So for those listening, that we're in Idaho, Boise to Salt Lake is about four and a half hours, five hours. It's about four hours if you just go straight through and hit the gas a little bit. But that's still a lot of traveling because it's at least four and a half hours of driving every couple of weeks, you know, just heading down there. St. George is a good eight, nine hours away. Like it's not you're not playing in close places, which is kind of crazy. Um what would you like to to see in the sport of volleyball here in Idaho, Kyle? As you guys are kind of, I would almost consider you guys the pioneers, you know, at Idaho Strike. And then there, you mentioned there was another club, but like it's kind of small for the men's volleyball here. But what would you like to see happen with the sport of men's volleyball here in Idaho? Whether you're still playing at the time or not, what would you like to see in the next five to ten years of the sport? Uh, I would love to just see it in high schools because if you put it in high schools, that will open like make a lot of people realize oh wait there's actually guys volleyball and that'll bring more people to clubs we'll start more clubs that way and it'll just like because that's what they did down in uh down in utah is that once they put in um in the schools like they haven't um made it like an, a sanctioned sport but they're they're trying to do that but once they did that it just kind of blew up they had all these clubs start popping up so i would love to see that here because they'll they'll then also, because we're um, because we're like right in the middle of like we're by Utah, then we can go Oregon, Washington. We'll be like right in the center of all this volleyball, and then they can travel here for all these tournaments. We can have kind of a hotspot right here in the middle. 
totally. And so what's interesting, I hope those who are listening that live here in Boise understand, like, if you guys ever go look at the, the Treasure Valley Athletic Center that just got opened, the TVAC Center, um, we've mentioned it a couple times on the show. We've we've shown it on our pages. Um, Colin, who put that together, he's huge into volleyball. So there are spaces that we're trying to, like, open up for more volleyball with, you know, and I know his main focus was on the girls, but with the guys, too, like, as the sport continues to evolve, we will find places that we we have warehouse space. We have all this. We have buildings, commercial real estate to put that here. Um, and what you mentioned right there, I know some people will be like, well, if they opened up, you know, high school volleyball for guys, no one would play. I actually disagree with that. Um, I believe there's there's more people who would try it out um, than you would think. And when I was talking, like I mentioned earlier in the show, I was talking about my companion from my mission. He was talking about, especially during state tournaments in California, guys volleyball would pack the stands more than their basketball teams. And they had great basketball programs there too, that would pack stands. But he said it was the craziest energy. People showed up. The guys want to play because typically speaking, these guys want the attention, right? Like guys who go out and play volleyball, like they want to have some fan base too. And people might, they might not like, they might be apprehensive because they might think that the people aren't going to come and watch. No, people will watch because that's high level athleticism on a court. It's actually a ton of fun. Like it's cool to see. So I hope that's the case too, man. Um, how can we support Idaho Strike? For those who are listening, Kyle, what can we do to help you guys and help the the sport continue to grow here in the Valley? Um, one way to help it grow is just like just come out and play. Like we have open gyms all the time. If you want to try it out, you can like find find one we have an open gym and then come and try it out. And every once in a while, we have fundraisers in that and. Uh, I don't know when our next one is, but so like we do have fundraisers, fundraisers every once in a while. Okay. So first things first, when you do have a fundraiser again, let me know and I'll post it on my pages and so forth. So we can get the word out there. But secondly, just come and play. What are the age limits to people who can come and play and just check this stuff out? Really? Um, as long as you're under 18, you can play. Like we have a 12s team for, um, so 12s is basically 12 and under. I if you want to play, there's 14s, there's 13, 14, 15 to 16, and then 17 to 18s. So super sick. I love that. Is there an Instagram page or a website for Idaho Strike? Yeah, it's uh it's called Idaho Strike um, uh, BVC Boys Volleyball Club. So uh, yeah, that's that's theirs. Perfect. I'll put that here in the description for people to see it. Um, so you guys can go follow Idaho Strike, and if you want some information on there, maybe DM them, and you guys can get some insight. So, Kyle, as I get near near the end of end of the interview, I want to ask you some more questions. So, in the sport of volleyball, is there any player that you specifically have looked up to, or that you like to you know study as far as like you know for basketball, people say, oh, Michael Jordan or LeBron James or whatever it may be. For yourself, is there any volleyball players that you've looked up to uh, in the sport? Uh, yeah, uh, um, his name's Taylor Sander. He's, he plays with the U S uh, U S team. And I like watching his, like, cause the way he plays is kind of like how I play. We have like the way that we hit is similar. So I like watching his stuff so that I can try to implement that into my game. So like I can hit with more power and stuff like that. Taylor Sander, you said, right? Taylor Sander. Yeah. Yeah. We'll have to tag him in this video, um, and make sure he knows that. So Taylor Sander from the U S team. Um, I always, I, I hope people see this. Like, I love that you said that you, you know, you'll watch and kind of study what, what he does. That's how it should be for any sport. If you guys are playing any sport for that matter, 
find somebody who you you enjoy watching and watch that. You should watch your sport. You should analyze your sport, not just play it, but watch it because there's some mannerisms and different types of you know techniques and so forth you can pick up. And that's cool to hear that you're you know you're doing that piece there as well. What would you say? Who who would you say is your most influential teammate and why? Um, probably uh, um, our libero on our team. His name's Kyle, and uh, um, he just brings so much energy to our team. Uh, he's super um, like he super nice and kind of just raises our spirits when we're on the court. So kind of brings us and tries to help us play to a higher level. Raises your spirits on the court and helps you play to a higher level. I was just taking notes on that. That's that's a good teammate. So I, I also want people to take note on that as well. What makes a good teammate? You know, he's got the energy, raises your spirits on the court, and uh, encourages you guys to keep going at a high level. I think that's, that's super, super cool. Um, so tell me this, Kyle. What's your plans with the sport of volleyball? Would you like to play at the collegiate level when, when you know, your high school days are done and, and you're out of the club scene? Like, what would you, what, what's your goals with the, with the sport? Uh yeah, I I would love to play in college. I'd love to see if I could go D1. Like I went down to um, uh, Provo and went to BYU's volleyball camp this summer. And that kind of like opened my eyes thinking that I could probably play at a high level like this. I played with um, a setter from he, uh, um, he, his, both of his parents played at BYU were all American and both of them setters and so he was uh our setter for, there and he would just set dimes all game long and then we went in like on the final day of uh of the camp we went and played because i was in the 16s court uh and i was on the high highest court we, they took our best players so i was with them we went into the smithfield house where byu plays and we started we um had this tournament playing against all the 18s and 17s teams and we went and played um the first game we played was uh the number one team of the whole camp so like the whole team was basically recruited d1 and we went out there we got our butts handed to us but it was the craziest experience we like i blocked this one guy like absolutely roofed this guy in front of the byu coach and um it was just a crazy experience uh, like if like I know uh, college volleyball is even higher level than that. It just it was just so much fun being able to play at that level. I like I wish I I hope I can play a, at a super high level in the future. That's so dope. That's I, I love that though. Like every athlete that wants to compete at another level, they usually have that moment that was kind of like it's like the aha moment that I always say it's it's an aha moment where they're like ah. I can compete at a high level like this was it. So that kind of sounds like that was the moment for you were like, okay, I'm here in a cool environment playing some good competition and I can, I can hang with these guys and not only hang, I can, I can smoke some of these guys too. So this is good. So I, I want to ask this question too. This comes from uh, experience in my own life, but some people will hate on volleyball players and, and they might think of them as soft. Right, Kyle, and I don't mean that in a disrespectful way. They might just look at them and be like, "Oh, well, it's not football players, or it's not a basketball player. They're soft." You obviously have kind of shown us today and educated us on the fact that that's a complete myth. But talk to us about the athletes you've competed against, and and share with us why they're not soft, and what your opinion is on the volleyball players that you face compared to like maybe some of the basketball players and other mainstream sports types of guys that you've you've uh, been around in your life. 
Yeah, some people like say like the volleyball players are soft, but it might look like that on the outside, but mentally they are some of the like most mentally strong people because when you go on the court and you have a guy go out there who has a 40 inch vertical who's hitting the ball about 75 miles an hour at you you have to be locked in and you cannot be scared of that ball coming at you you have to just sit there and take it and i don't care who you are if you get hit with a ball like that even with your platform that's gonna hurt so you like and you just gotta keep playing the point if you get the ball up or not you just got to keep going. So you you like can't be soft or else they'll exploit you every single point of the game. They'll hit at you all game long if you show any sign of being weak. That is so interesting. And I and I and I understand that because people might think they're tough, right? They're, oh, I'm a big bad like football player. And then, yeah, try going and standing in front of a, a dude like you were just saying that exact scenario, someone who's hitting the ball at 70 plus miles an hour, whatever it may be. Yeah, see how – and then you have to, like – and you've got to stand your ground, and you've got to show that. Otherwise, like you said, they'll come at you every single time. That's huge. And that's what I wanted to do with this interview is is highlight the sport of men's volleyball because the, it needs to continue to grow here in the, in the state of Idaho, in my opinion. Um, it is a very popular sport worldwide, but here in Idaho, it's still continuing to grow, which is fine. It's cool that you're part of the, the beginning stages of this, though, and you're putting a – uh, a good stamp on uh, on the sport here for yourself. Um, I guess I would ask this. What's one of the biggest lessons you've learned from your coach in volleyball? You mentioned what you've learned from volleyball, but what about from your coach? What's something that your coach has taught you that, you know, you've implemented into your life? Uh, well, you just got to keep your head up no matter what and just got to keep pushing through. And like I said, you got to just forget the last play and keep moving on because if you – if you like, you just can't give up on it because like one point you guys could be um, your whole team could just be down, but then you just got to keep playing. Cause that next point could change the game and you could go out there and bounce it and then change the whole perspective, like change the whole game. So you got, I look at like that and I, in life. So like, like I can, I could just be down and like in a bad place, but I can, one thing can change change the whole thing, you know? Totally. Oh, go ahead. What were you going to say? Yeah, like like volleyball itself totally helped my life. I was I was kind of in a bad place, you know? I had nothing to do, nowhere to, like, like kind of vent, you could say. And then I had volleyball, and that was just got my – that was my niche, and I – that's all I wanted to do. So, like – totally helped me out with some things that's huge man that's huge and that's the power of sports in general right like they can people think that that volleyball players or, or any kind of athlete are just a bunch of dumb jocks men or women and i don't think that's the case at all what people don't realize is how much it helps our mental health um it helps us with our friendships we build friendships with our teammates uh we learn how to uh, you know respect authority with our coaches we put in those life skills, those life lessons that you're talking about right there, that next play mentality, understanding that it's okay to make mistakes, but you can move forward. We learn how to prepare through the practices that we have. We learn how to work hard and we overcome adversity, win or lose. We learn how to respect our opponents. There's so many things that we can learn through sports, which I, that's why I hate when people say that athletes are dumb jocks or whatever, because what you just said right there is that they can pull 
a lot of young men and women out of holes that they might be struggling with. And you can find a niche like this and you can find that brotherhood that you have with the volleyball teammates that you have. And, and it can pull you out of that. So for those who disrespect sports because they think we're just a bunch of dumb jocks, I highly disagree with you. I respectfully disagree with you. And I would encourage you to go learn a little bit more. Uh, maybe go check out a volleyball match and kind of see how not soft, how not weak, how actually like highly talented and athletic and energized and everything that these guys are like Kyle when he was talking about that. So um, last question I have for you, Kyle, what advice would you give to the younger guys that are coming up and, you know, maybe they see the girls playing volleyball, but they're interested in the sport as well. And they might be in a position like yourself where they didn't have that growing up, right? Because it's not like huge in their, their state or something, but what advice would you give to them in regards to how to go about moving forward with their passions of playing volleyball? Uh, yeah. Uh, like I, my good brother, he just, like he started uh, last year, he's been playing U14s and I've been going and being an assistant coach for his team and kind of helping him out. And like the, all of them kind of look up to me, like, cause that's what they want to play like, you know? And what I would say is just, it doesn't matter how bad you think that you are. If you stay with it and keep playing and have that next play mentality, you, you'll, you will get good. This, like our club has like, like I, I personally have like seen some of my, not the best player, but then by the end of the season, they, they are like last year, there's this one kid on our U18 team like we weren't huge back then so he wasn't like a, like a high level player but by the end of the season he was playing right with us so like and that was just him in one season so all these younger guys as they keep going through the years of playing here they'll eventually get they will become good volleyball players i love it man stick with it even if you don't think you know that you're you're all that great yet stick with it if you're part of this club, like where Kyle's at Idaho strike, obviously it sounds like you've got the right people around you, the coaches and the teammates and the types of the surrounding people to get you to elevate your game. So stick with it. That's a huge piece of advice. I hope people take note of that. Hope those listening, if you, if you're a parent or you are a sibling of someone who enjoys the sport of volleyball, I would encourage you guys to go check out Idaho strike, especially if they're within that age group, go check it out, see what they've got over there. Go talk to Kyle. I'm sure Kyle would love to give you some more advice and chat with you guys. So, yeah, go check it out. This is the whole point of this episode is to kind of shine a light on Kyle Homer, his uh, his athleticism, his um, spot in the sport, as well as, you know, Idaho Strike, the volleyball club here in the Treasure Valley for, you know, the sport of men's volleyball. So with that being said, Kyle, I just want to say thanks, brother, for the conversation. Um, I really enjoyed it. And I hope the other people that listen to this today really enjoyed it as well. But I just want to say thanks for joining the show, man. Hey, thanks for having me on. This is, this is fun. Yeah, absolutely, brother. And for those listening, make sure you're subscribed to the podcast. It would mean the world to me if you left me a review on Apple Podcasts. It helps me out. So if this is your first time listening to the show, fantastic. Just leave me a review. Let me know how you, what, what you thought of the interview with Kyle. And uh, we'll be coming to you next week with another interview. Take care. Guys, thanks so much for listening to another episode of my show. Now, if you could go and do me a favor, head over to iTunes, give me five stars and leave me a review. It would be greatly appreciated. Thanks, guys. Appreciate your support.